honey, I need you to finish crying so we can move on to the next thing. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, we're out here really just falling out of control for something that would have never lost it anyway. Hello, friends and family. My name is Tania Deshawn. I'm a Birmingham native, a poet, and if anything else, a creative. And welcome to another episode of Element Agape. Thank you for tuning in. And if you're new to the platform, Element Agape is a love anthology for Black Christian women to educate ourselves on embracing biblical femininity through Black women's storytellers are created by Black women in biblical literature. This is the part of the program where I usually read a rate or review, but there aren't any new ones this week. Sister Queens, come on, let's get back on it. Let's start leaving our five-star reviews on, on Apple Podcasts. I almost said Spotify, but we are also on Spotify too. Don't forget to comment on our Instagram page. I noticed a few new countries. Don't think that you popped in this podcast and I did not notice because I see you, Ireland. Hello, I see you, Thailand. Hello to Thailand. I see you, Germany. So thank you so much for tuning in. And this is a platform for all of us to encourage one another and to hear each other's stories and to put a microphone to the black woman narrative where we are in charge of that narrative. And so I'm so grateful that this content has found its way across, you know, across countries. So speaking of encouragement, I do have our affirmation of the week. This affirmation is, if God is for me, I'll trample every giant before me. And, and it's like, gives me personally the vision of putting on the battle suit and the armor and getting ready to conquer the day, getting ready to laugh in Satan's face, getting ready to just live in the place of overflow, live in the victory God has called over my life, live from a place of prosperity and not living from a place of comparison. So this week's poem is Poem for a Lady Whose Voice I Like by Nikki Giovanni. So he said, you ain't got no talent. If you didn't have a face, you wouldn't be nobody. And she said, God created heaven and earth and all that's black within them. So he said, you ain't really no hot stuff. They tell me plenty sisters take care of better business than you. And she said, On the third day, he made chitlins and all good things to eat and said, Mmm, that's good. So he said, If the white folks hadn't been under your skirt and been giving you the big play, you'd have had to come on uptown like everybody else. And she replied, Then he took a big black greasy rib from Adam and said we will call this woman and her name will be sapphire and she will be divided into four parts that simone may sing a song and he said you pretty fool of yourself ain't you so she replied show me someone not full of herself and i'll show you a hungry person 
So I've selected this poem for several reasons. The first reason being that this is a great poem to reflect on when you find yourself in community and well, I would not even say community, but when you find yourself surrounded by others who do not see your dream, do not worry, do not delay the work that God is doing in you because you have haters or you have people who don't see what you see. You have someone who look at you like you chitlins, but God said, mm, that's good. So focus your attention this week on trampling your giants. And so for all the dreamers, the sister queens, today I have a very special episode prepared for you all. It's something that I definitely procrastinated about releasing. And I'll unpack that more after we get down with this episode. But without further delay, here is Cecilia. My name is Cecilia Karen. I am an African Black enthusiastic woman. Um, I am, I like to describe myself as an enthusiastic storyteller. Um, I think my purpose in life is really to help women to have the pen and paper to their own stories. Um, with that, I am a talker, a connector. Um, I enjoy meeting people and, and, and just being in community with one another. Um, I'm a Christian. I am a loud communicative woman. Uh, definitely on the adventurous side of life. And I appreciate the opportunity to really share my love for people, my love for community, my love for learning um, in different ways. And I do that with one of my many projects. I am the founder and creator and one woman team of Forgotten Magic. And Forgotten Magic is a woman-focused platform. And what we really do is focus on conversations um, connections and experiences and those range between storytelling and events um, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to to really learn with other women to grow with other women to unpack with other women um, and yeah that's just a little bit about me and you know I'm a talker so go on <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being on the episode I'm so excited for everyone to get to know even more about you as you guys probably already know she's a phenomenal woman so Cecilia will you read us your letter thank you and before I do thank you for having me and thank you for even asking me I know this has been a long time coming but I truly truly appreciate being here and just having this moment with you another fellow woman I am excited oh thank Um, you so much saying yes (laughs) yes um and with that said um I'm about to read um this letter that I wrote and it's called a specific and true experience of God's love to me. Love is like water. Sometimes it's still, sometimes it's crashing into waves, but essentially we need it at times for ourselves and in time for others. If water was made by God, which it is, then love was curated by God. Yet at the core, God is love. Thus to understand, define and receive one must look to God. Sticking to my analogy of water, my definition of love changed as I began to seek water itself rather than the one who created it. It's funny, as I thirst, instead of searching for the one who has all supply, I struggled and survived on the droplets and sweats of a world masqueraded as water. 
Love evolves with the mind. The more we begin to understand, the more boundless love seems. Yet we always often confuse love for its needs and attributes. As a five-year-old girl, love was getting candy. As a 15-year-old girl, love was getting the call from the guy I like. And as a 20-year-old girl, love is your character and inputs in a relationship. Why do we define love by means and things? Part of our nature is to want instead of investing on needs and cultivating seeds of as we evolve through life. Life began as quenching my thirst, both honestly, romantically, and by the world's standards. But as I have quickly realized, that love does not last. God is immaculate. He is always teaching me, often without words, as the noise of my life sadly overpowers it is. But even then, he comes in loud and demanding, but caring, with love for his daughter. He is the perfect father with a balance of character that no one can imitate. When he loves, he loves, and nothing can separate. When he is angered, he is angered, and calls us to him rightfully so. I've learned that I am completely and utterly undeserving of Christ. Yet at his feet, my undeserving body and sin-filled soul can rest. It baffles me. Just to even read the verse, John three sixteen and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his, own, his one and only son, that whosoever believed in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For, God's not, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might have been saved. Sorry, I'm going to read that again. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever believed in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. I've learned that God is the best example of love for me and the best example of love to which, to which I can seek. Trust God. Seek love in God. In all things, God is good. All I can say is, at times I may be heartbroken by failed relationships, I thought could work. I may be feeling lonely as everyone has someone but me. Yet in all things, because of God, my hope for love and seeking his love has kept my heart full of joy. I've learned that I am learning. No matter how many church services, prayers, psalms, and conversations I put myself within, I am always and forever learning. For God is always surprising us with more knowledge every day. I never thought I would make it here. Now in this day, at this very moment, I'm an immigrant with dreams and hopes, but struggling from finances, family separation, and uncertainty, and that is still true to this day. But God is faithful to me. I have a job, and it's more than I can ever ask for. I have communication with my family, and with every canceled plan, God is revealing a greater possibility. It's easy to dwell on everything that isn't working. Even the same water that grows the fields and brings life crashes onto the earth and causes a disaster. But God, who created all to work for our good, will turn that wheel around. Love, love is not made of only the good scenes. Love endures the bad and sees through the other side. Thank you so much. That was so beautiful. Oh, girl. <laughs> I love that metaphor of water. I yeah, love it. That like I don't know where I got that from. I I I think for me it's just because I've always just and I don't mean to like go into the conversation, but I just always 
I've never liked water, the idea of drinking it. <laughs> really? Never, ever. I ask anybody that knows me knows I don't drink water. Like, I don't like to drink water. My doctors know this. Every single person that knows me knows water is not coming close to me unless I'm actually dehydrated and about to pass out. So with that bad lesson <laughs> comes the idea that every single time I go to the doctor or I'm sick or I'm not well, I always start the conversation with, so just a disclaimer, I don't drink water. And that's probably 90% of the problem here. And, <laughs> and every single time they'd be like, do you need this? You know, this is what you really need. You know, that's why you're hurting, blah, 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 blah. And I've seen that as an analogy of God. And mm. why I see that as an analogy of God is because of that statement. God is love. And what's always baffled me is that, you know, we talk about love. We talk about what we want. We talk about expectations, dating, relationship. But the idea that God is love is that. It's true. God is love. Like, to go and find love, you need to go and find God or or for, for love to be in your life, God is in your life, whether directly or indirectly. So for me, I had to be like, okay, so there's this one thing that I need and there's a space for me to go and get it. Mm -hmm. So why don't I go get it? Mm. Why, why, don't I, why don't I take what is being shown as what I need? Why don't I work hard for it? Why don't I fight for it why don't I seek it why don't I come to it when I'm hurt why don't why don't I do that and what I learned is that at the core of my being I am a self-sabotaging imperfect person I hurt myself more than I help myself mm -hmm. you know and and a lot of people like to think that no I'm gonna make the right decision I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and it's funny I told my my friend this weekend and I was like the same you who hurts yourself is the same you you're depending on to help yourself. Mm. And I don't think that's true. We're, we're never going to come to a point where we can both help ourselves and, you know, where we can both hurt ourselves and help ourselves. Um, and of course, this comes with having the right people around you, the right people who express love properly. But for me, the idea of just water is because I know the type of person that I am would never go and drink water. So in that same lights with God, it's like we do everything to walk around God, to walk around his mercy, to work around his purpose, to walk around, you know, what he wants for us simply because it's just not what we want. <laughs> but it's clear as day when God is love. Where do you go to get love? Where do you go to understand love? Where do you go to seek love? Like, that's just it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's so interesting that you are kind of putting together this idea of like God's love is this water that we so desperately need and mm -hmm. we so desperately thirst for, but like never go at to any, yeah, like never <laughs> go to or like in that sometimes even reject because mm -hmm. we're not used to like we haven't acquired that taste yet. And it kind of like reminds me of how so many times people would rather have a substitution of love than have actual love because they don't know how to receive it one of the things that you said in your article was like surviving on droplets of water yep. Yep. and I wanted to know if you had any like specific time where or a specific story about like a time where you realized like I'm just I'm trying to survive in these small pieces of God's love instead of going for it mm. instead of like completely surrendering so I wanted to say that the whole survival part you know 
I can use it as another drinking analogy to where I don't like drinking water, so I drink juice, which, yeah, I can quench my thirst for a while. But, you know, at some point, what my body actually needs, it's water, not juice. The sugar in water is, reject- is rejected, you know, by my body at, at some point mm-hmm. um, because it's not what my body was made for. And I think that comes back to who made you, who created you, who had the best intentions for you. Um, with the survival part, wow, an example. Um, uh, oh, yes. So an example would be, um, <laughs> so I've always made plans for my life. I'm the plan girl. Anybody that knows me from a young age, I think from the age of seven, I knew exactly what my life was supposed to be like. I planned everything out and it was going <laughs> to happen, you know, by force or by fire. And, but at... I think, I think it was the age of 13. God just unraveled everything. <laughs> oh, wow. He was like, nope, nope, nope. Like everything, 15, nope. 18, nope. 22, nope. I'm 23 now. Still no. Um, and I started learning that I was in survive mode because I looked at my life as my own. Mm. Because I looked at my purpose as an accomplishment, Um, especially coming from a Christian home and coming from a home that understands God, prayer, love under like, you know, when you when you are in a setting that already understands the implication of things, you tend to do things more seemingly based on your own control more seemingly based on what you can do rather than what God can do. And I personally was carrying that burden because I kind of got to a point where it was like, I've prayed enough, man. Come on. Like, you know, this should be happening for me. Like, you know I'm, what ready I mean? like I'm ready to work. Yeah. Like, I'm ready to go. Like, this is the plan here, God. Like, like me bringing my plans to God. Um, and it doesn't matter whether it was something as small as I'm trying to get into the school, God, like, why aren't you opening the doors? Oh my God. Not, totally you know, there. you know, and instead of like, okay, God, where do you see me going? Where do you want to lead me? You know, how do you want me to proceed? Or, you know, bringing these, th- like a period to God and saying, God, this next period, I'm about to apply to schools where you open the doors where I follow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like feeling, and, and that in itself is two-sided because it feels like you're giving God options instead of allowing God to go in his own direction. But anyway, um, <laughs> but the plan there is that I survived based on my own control, based mm-hmm. on my own directions. Um, everybody that knows me knows how much I have hated being in this city that I live in currently, Lexington. Um, I hated it for, for a very long time. I hated the fact that out of all of the places in America, but that was the thing though. It was like, I was, I was like, God, this is not my plan. This is not what I wanted to do, you know? And whenever I got mad at God, whenever my plans didn't come through, the plan that he led me to would work out 10 times better Amen. <laughs> than what I would have ever thought. And wh- how did, has the plan changed since being in Lexington? So, so, and, and, and really it has changed because being here, I would not be at this point in my purpose 
in my career, in my life, or even in my financial standing, if I was anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know if people have ever sat down to look at the perspective of their life. I think it's very easy when you're struggling. And, I, and I do, I'm not saying this to say, oh my gosh, guys, I'm rich. No, guys, I'm still very broke. Send me money, thanks. <laughs> but, but, but I'm saying that I like to think about where I, where I was both in my mindsets and in my current circumstances. And then I look at where I am now. And what I always think about is if I had been where I was before, would, would I have gotten to where I am now with mm-hmm. my own strength? And I never would have. Yeah. I, I, I never. Yeah. I always like the Maya Angelou quote, no one can, no one, but no one can make it on their own. I exactly. always thought that was very beautiful. Like that we need is each very other. beautiful. Like we need each other. And for me, it wasn't even needing, needing people or needing my family. For me, it was, it was a mindset thing. It was me understanding that God is in control, Cecilia. Mm-hmm. Like it was, I like surviving on droplets was me both. That's why when I say that you can't, hurt yourself and help yourself. I mean that so personally because that was me. I wanted to be the same hand that tries to survive a hard moment to be the same hand that helped myself, which is the same hand that hurt myself, Mm -hmm. which is the same hand that's trying to inspire and grow, which is like to a point where you're just like, girl, are you just trying to survive? Right. You know, you're so used to the survival mode. You're not, you're not comfortable in the thriving. In the thriving. Yes. Girl. Like even to a point where people around me were like, you know, you can't do everything. And, and, and for me, and for me, what I even didn't understand that even in that survival mode, God was the one at the back making it work. Uh And when I came into an understanding that, this is literally not you. None of it. None of it is you. None of it is by your strength. None of it is by your, your power. None of it is by your understanding. When I came into that realization and I come into that realization, I don't want people to think that now I've realized it and everything is great. No, I come into that realization every single moment with every single thing that I try to do. I sit there and I'm just, I'm, I'm like, I'm baffled. I'm like, God, this is you. Like, this is your handwork. Like, I didn't do this. And if it's an accomplishment, I, this is great. Like God has gotten me to this point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So surviving and dropless, especially as a woman who I consider myself very much, um, I didn't consider myself this a while ago, but my sister put it in my head and I can't let go of it. Um, she called me bold. She said, you uh, most definitely are. <laughs> that was spot on <laughs> she was like she was because i was telling her about like the documentary and like the podcast and this conference and all the plans and everything that's coming into motion and i was like yeah so i mean like some of these are year-long projects but we just got to learn and go you know like all these things that she was like how do you just do that and i was like what are you talking about and she was like how do you just say i want to do this and you just go and start doing it and I know you have no idea what you're doing, but you're still doing it like you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Because she's closer to me, so she knows. Like, my sister knows, like, 
I can't do half the stuff that I talk about. But if someone tells me, hey, I need an art director, I'm like, okay, give me two seconds. I'm going to go on YouTube, see what I got to do, Google my head off, and I'm all yours. But it's one of those things where she was like, you're so bold that 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 in itself is something amazing. So I was like to her, this boldness that you see is a fight with God because oh my gosh stop bro stop. I want to savor that bro I, savor that. <laughs> I love that please just say it again <laughs> the boldness that you see and I want to change the words is a constant battle with God okay because Word. because because with every single boldness and every single step is a woman who has had to fight and cry and pray and and figure out why god i'm not i'm not where everybody else is you know why isn't this the plan that like every single boldness every single step every single move is something that has happened because god pointed me in that direction my plan was never to do all this no girl i was supposed to be girl can i tell you that the only plan i had for my life that i've been trying to get (laughs) is going to study in NYU. Oh my gosh. That, Please let, let her in. Let, let, that is, let her, that if is, you're listening, <laughs> let her in your school. <laughs> but, oh but not even like my only plan and, and, and genuinely my only plan, my only idea was God, I just want to go to America because at the time I knew I was coming here. So I was like, God, I just want to go to America and go to NYU. I'm trying to live in New York. I'm trying to live my best life. Blah, 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 blah. You know, like, like my goal was so fixated on me and what I could do in this area that God brought me to lessons. And I was like, what the heck is, what, what? <laughs> you like, pause, did like, you get the whole pause? prayer? Bro, like... was this the right ticket? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but God brought me to lessons. I was like, what? Boom. I have nothing to do for a whole year because my papers are held up in immigration. What the hell? I'm supposed to be in New York next year. Boom. Okay, soft forgotten magic. You've got nothing else to do. Here are women at your feet constantly asking you questions on life. You have time. You have access. You have opportunities that you would have not had if you were back home right now. Do oh something gosh, with let it. Let God use you. I do something with every it. Word. Listen. Yes. Next thing. Okay, fine. You have. You now have the chance to work, but you still can't go anywhere because boom, you broke. What's gonna happen? Okay, mm-hmm. God. How do we make? a mountain out of a molehill what do we do with this perspective change your perspective what can you do with this okay how do we build forgotten magic more how do we create content how do we do more okay boom cool next thing like it was literally with every turn that did not work god was like i got you i can like i'm so glad that you're speaking on this like i just feel the holy spirit as you're speaking girl and i feel like someone needs to because this this is like a time period especially where Mm -hmm. people have dreams and they might not necessarily have the means so they might need to like before you say that i just want people to understand that means means having the means does not stop having the dreams i just want to say that Uh, that exactly and like while you're speaking it like, so I had a similar thing with Element Agape. I didn't even want to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do a blog because I want to write. I'm like Nina. I always say like Nina Small. All homegirl wanted to do was play the piano. <laughs> that was her dream. Play the piano, go to school. All everyone wanted to do was write. Mm-hmm. And like, 
am just like live in that and like immerse myself in that 24 seven. But when I figured out that I couldn't get what I wanted, because of my own financial circumstances, God was like, just start a blog. I was mm-hmm. listening to, not a blog, a podcast. a podcast. I was listening to um one of my favorite podcasts that is now ended, but they were sponsored by Anchor. And I was like, what's Anchor? Mm. And so I looked it up and I was like, God, do you want me to do this? And I was like, okay. Yeah. So it's coming together. Like, and God I, will make it work together. And I want, connect all the dots. And I think I, I want people to understand that this is, this is not a Boldness is not an easy step. I struggle, like, no joke. Like, I, I'd be out here saying, yeah, I'm bold or whatever, but no, honey bun, I struggle. And I want to tell people specifically when I struggle. I struggle the night before or the moment before something's supposed to happen. Oh, my so, gosh, So, yeah. for example, um, I just launched my conference, and I don't know if people, by the time they hear this, whether it be out, whether it would be in time with the conference, because the conference is in September 5th and 6th, but... I um, was working on this conference. I've been working on it actually for five months, but uh, with the guest speakers and stuff for three. And the day before it was supposed to be announced, I am panicking. Like I am freaking out. I'm like, boldness has gone out the window. Mm-hmm. Boldness went to take a walk. I'm just sitting there with all my insecurities. And you know what question I always ask myself is, why am I even doing this? Like who oh, even cares? Oh my gosh! Like yeah, who 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 wants to hear about this? Like who 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 like who bothered you? Like why are you even asking people those things? Like just just go on about your day. Just go to work, make your money, come back home, sleep. Just watch Netflix. And I remember I called my friend Andre, and I was like, Andre, this is not gonna work. This is not gonna happen. There's no point in this. Like I don't know if this. There's nobody's nobody's gonna watch this. Blah 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 blah. Like I literally was just a venting gasket. He let me vent, and I'm grateful for that. Let your friends vent, by the way. If they're hurting, and they're let, let them vent. That's the best thing you can do as a first step. But anyway, he let me vent. When I was finished, he was like, you put in all this work. You were blessed with this idea. And now you want to not do it because you think it might not work, even though you haven't tried it and don't know if it'll work or not. <laughs> Everyone needs an Andre. <laughs> I was like, yeah, everybody needs an Andre. I was like, huh, 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 um, oh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, like I was trying to find an excuse for my insecurity. And he was like, you don't know how it's going to turn out. You know what I mean? Like, and I remember yeah. I, I, I sat back and I remembered when I had my first call with my first speaker. And for me, whenever I get a speaker, guys, you need to understand that I'm a one woman team. So whenever someone is like, yes, I'll jump in, I'll help, I collaborate, I'll do something with you. I'm jumping for joy because that just means that for a second, I don't have to think by myself, you know? So I'm like ecstatic and she's like, you know, this is going to be awesome. So how many people are you thinking of? And I'm like 50 people, but you know, if we get more, that's great. And for some reason, I just got stuck in a zone thinking, what if it's just me and her? And I just ended up blurting to her and I was like, you know, and even if it's just me and you, we're going to have fun. And I was so serious. And she was like, you know, that's the best attitude I've ever gotten from anyone. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's always there like, I got to make it. I got to have 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. I got to be, tra- you know, like, you know, like views and popularity. And she was just like, 
I love that you believe in your dreams so much mm -hmm. that even if it's just you, you're still going to have a ball. And I was mm -hmm. like, girl, I'm a party all by myself. Like, listen, okay? <laughs> it's true. You know, and a lot of the things that you're talking about, it kind of like reminds me of this conversation I was having with a couple of friends a while ago, just mm -hmm. about like celebrity and everyone being kind of infatuated yep. with the idea of celebrity. And you just hit a few notes like, when God calls you to do something, yep. you can't afford to say, I don't know who's going to watch it. I don't know. Who's it's not even your problem. Interested. It's not even it your really problem. It really isn't. It's not. If God told, if God, it's like, like literally it's like, it's like jumping off a diving board for the first time. Mm -hmm. It's like, you just got to do it. And yeah. you're going to come back up at the top because God told you to do it. It is not your problem. And that's one thing that if anybody that follows Forgotten Magic or knows about Forgotten Magic, I am not a views girl. I am not a numbers girl. I am about creating these quality conversations, connections, and experiences. For me, it is the quality work. Even if five people see it, 500 people see it, 500,000 people see it. Don't get me wrong. I want to be I want to grow. I want to financially be successful as the, as, as the next person. And I'm very wise about the decisions that I make. But at the same time, my problem ain't the numbers. It really ain't. Mm -mm. <laughs> That's no, God. Like, God gave That's, you the vision. Listen. He gave you the platform. He'll give you the numbers when it's time. And then especially, and I want people to understand, this is coming from a perspective of someone who has a full-time job. I work in HR. I'm very good at what I do. I have a good job. My passion, my calling, my purpose is this. Whether I decide to change this and make it a business perspective, which may or may not be in the works, you don't know that too. But it's that it's the it's the understanding that when God has called you to something, when He called Moses, and, and Ooh, Moses, girl, and Moses asked all say those it. questions. So what about what about what did God say? That, that is literally, I will be with you. Like, do you, do you understand what that means? When the king of all kings and, and the Messiah and the Lord is of your Lords ride or is, die? bruh, <laughs> what you gotta be worried about? Like, no, right. no, 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 no. That's not your, that's literally not your problem. What you're called to do is what you're called to do. What people say is none of your business. Like, oh like, my gosh. Tabitha Brown says all of that. All about that. That's none of my business. I'm like, so right? None of Nanya. That's that's. <laughs> I just speak the the spirit of Nanya over the some spirit of Nanya. Of, co of course, right. that's none of your business. I was like, I had this therapist, and she was like, Tania, there are three lanes, and you need to stay with yours. Mm -hmm. The first is God. The second is family, and the third is yours. Yep. She was like, stay in your lane yep. and make sure everybody else stays in their lane. And Absolutely. I feel like some people tend to get discouraged when other people are speaking all these things into their life, and they didn't even consult with God about wow. mm -hmm. like the. And when God tell you first, like if it's for like your purpose and your mission on life, mm -hmm. so that's that's something that I constantly have battled in the past of like, oh, well, these are the expectations of me. And if I stuck to the expectations or if you stuck with expectations, you would not be where you are. Yeah. And I battle, guys. I, I don't want people to hear this and be like, yo, it's great. I'm like, yo, I battle. Because sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, one thing I realize is that sometimes you really you can't help but to battle. Like, I don't want people to think the battle erades because, because, because listen, you're born into sin you're born into this world you're human you have mistakes 
written in every single part of your bone and sin literally calls your name. I need you to understand that you will make a mistake. You will not be perfect. You, you will fall. But I also need you to understand that that's not where you dwell. That's not where you remain. That's not where, Amen. that's not where you will be. So for me, it's been literally a mindset change of if something doesn't happen, I grieve as much as the next person. I had a very, very incredible opportunity to have someone on the platform. And A, I was happy because they know who I am and they know Forgotten Magic's name. And I was so excited about that. But just to hear them say, unfortunately, I won't be able to do it or I won't be able to make it. After all the thought and the planning that you that you really go through with that person, I was like, God, is this just you telling me not to do this anymore? Like, is this, mm-hmm. you know, and you freak out and that's okay i took a whole day I, I always let myself grieve for a day okay we need it but the next day it was like okay cool so what's next oh you know or or sometimes it's not even me sometimes i'm still there sulking and someone mm-hmm. else messages me and they're like oh my god i actually heard this and you know i really love this or i heard this about you would you be willing to help with this and and sometimes it's just you living because the amount of people that have hurt me can never overpower just one person saying they adore or they love mm. or they've been touched by what I do. Girl, interrupt. there are a couple of things that you're saying that I want to like highlight. One of the things is when you do encounter when you encounter a negative experience, mm-hmm. you are a human being and Absolutely. you are allowed to experience those Absolutely. emotions. But make sure that you capture it in a time frame, whether that's Not, five minutes, and I don't whether even it's a say, day. So here's the thing. I don't want to say it's a time frame because the idea mm-hmm. of a time frame means that you need to be over it. And to be honest uh-huh. with you, we're never over it. We're, we, can, right. we still have the hurt because, because I think when things happen and they happen in a different direction, it's now us having to unravel and unpack what we thought would have happened. It's like, mm-hmm. say, for example, I've always wanted to go to New York. I haven't been able to go for three years that I've been here. It still hurts me. Even if I go to New York next year, it still won't hurt me that I spent three years in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but, yeah. but the mindset is when it happens, allow yourself to be not happy with it. For example, right. everybody that knows me knows when I first got here and even sometimes when I'm here, I'm like, why am I here? You know, like, you know what I mean? Like you allow yourself to be in that moment. But when I say don't dwell on it, I mean, don't let that dictate what you do next. Mm -hmm. Just because you hate the moment that you're in doesn't mean that moment is not a blessing. Something else that you said, and I just, I just lost it. I lost the deal. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) But I was going to say that, um, I think with that, with the, with the mindset of, you know, um, wallowing in your emotions comes the mindset of, I think for me, and this is something that's coming up in the conference too, is that emotions are there, whether you're having a good day or a bad day. Mm -hmm. And one thing that's helped me grow is understanding my emotions in both so that I have a stronger mindset for when things fall apart um Mm -hmm. i I think a lot of times as women we tend to dwell on the negative being the negative oh my gosh and sometimes god is just there like honey i need you to finish crying so we can move on to the next thing you know what i mean like like yeah we're out here really just falling out of control for something that would have never lost it anyway 
that's and it. the reason the only reason why I mention that is because that's a technique that I use for myself mm-hmm. and it's just so because I love emotions I'm an emotions type of gal yes and I will wallow till the like till I just have every ounce of every emotion <laughs> and that's just not healthy it's not practical and it doesn't get to me where I need to go absolutely um, I think with that with the with the mindset of you know uh, wallowing in your emotions comes the mindset of I think for me, and this is something that's coming up in the conference too, is that emotions are there whether you're having a good day or a bad day. Mm -hmm. And one thing that's helped me grow is understanding my emotions in both so that I have a stronger mindset for when things fall apart. Um, Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of times as women, we tend to dwell on the negative being the negative. Oh my gosh. And sometimes God is just there like, honey i need you to finish crying so we can move on to the next thing you know what i mean like like yeah we're out here really just falling out of control for something that would have never lost it anyway imagine the guy that you almost dated that you were crazy about and now you ain't with him and you're happy and you're great you know you know those moments when you think about it and you go wow i was really stupid like what yeah, was I like, think? And he was Damn, raggedy. and he was raggedy too. He ain't got no jobs. So I was gonna work for the both of us. <laughs> no, 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 no. He had no vision. Literally, he didn't even like oh to read. Gosh. Oh my god, he didn't read his Bible. Jesus, he never prayed. I had to pray all the time. Like, just thinking of of what you what you were saved from, what you mm-hmm. were, what you were, um, 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 really, what, what the grace of God did. Like, that's just it for me. So. Regardless of whether I'm hurt by a situation, regardless of whether the situation is great, it's, it's having a better mindset, having a better understanding, having, coming to God regardless, you know, and, and I won't, I won't lie. Ooh, when you're a busy woman, I want you to understand that God still comes first and his love still comes first and a relationship with him still comes first. I've had to input prayer and conversations with God in my day like no other. <laughs> like, it, it might be 2 a.m. and I'm just finishing up this thing and I'm half asleep or whatever the situation may be. And I'm like, God, I just, I want to come before you and just commit this to your hands because I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want yeah. people to feel like busyness equates you don't have time for God, but I want people people to understand that busyness means you will find a way to put God within that. You will find yeah. a way to, to, to let the spirit of God breathe it within this. Like you will find, like if you really want God in your life, you will find a way. The same way you're going to find a way to, to meet that boy on that corner, on that street or call Not him the up. Corner, or, girl. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> that one got me. <laughs> the same way you will oh. find a way you will find a way. I think you're, I don't know. And not just because of where you're from, but because of who you are. You're just like, you're a complete gem and you're special and unique. And Thank you. I'm so happy that we ran into each other. And yes, I'm so happy. To be inspired. Thank you. Thank you so much. I am not South African for those asking. I am Congolese. I was just raised in South Africa, Nigeria, Kenya. 
and a bunch of different places that I grew up She's in. A so global so citizen. I, ooh, <laughs> global citizen, hire me, thanks. Anyway, <laughs> plug. plug. She's awesome. um oh you're just wonderful your whole life so one thing i like to ask people to do before the episode ends is to pray us out so would you do us the honor thank you yes (laughs) oh okay no it's been a while since i've like prayed besides my family it's been a while since i've prayed outside i think covid too i haven't been out to pray with other people but um thank you father for this moment Um, a moment that we take for granted because of who we are, where we are, what we do, a moment to be in your presence and just talk to you as a community, as women, as friends. I'm grateful for your love that you remind us of in different ways, through friends, through family, through careers, through achievements, and sometimes even through hurt. I'm grateful that you are a healer, I'm grateful that your grace is with us. I'm grateful that we are here at this very moment, able to hear the sound of our voices. God, I'm so thankful for you. And I'm thankful that you are within our lives in as little ways as possible. And I pray for each and every woman who's hearing the sound of my voice, that Father, you speak to them, that you touch them, that you help them, that you hear their cry and their hurts. Lord God, clear out their confusion And I pray, Father, that whatever is buried within them comes alive from purpose to understanding, to love, to identity. I pray, Father, that you help them, that you be their first encourager, and that in everything that they do, Father, they find you, that you are at the corner and at the core of who they are. Thank you. And with everything, we give you praise and glory in the mighty name of God. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. You are so, so welcome. And thank you to everybody that's going to listen. Um, I appreciate just being here and I appreciate your, your time um, and this platform. And just the name alone, guys, I just want to say the name alone got to me. Um and and I am a fan. I'm a fan of Element Agape. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> and I'm a fan of Forgotten Magic. Yeah. Guys, check her out. She's so dope. Thank um, you. Wow. The word that is sticking out for me is bold. And I'm recording this a week later and I can remember Cecilia telling me what her sister said I was like, Wow, you're so bold. And she most definitely is. She's a go-getter in every sense, and I couldn't say that enough And that she just literally goes for it and doesn't worry about what she doesn't or does know at the time. She knows that she can figure it out along the way. And how many times are we our own roadblocks? How many times do we hinder ourselves by saying, oh, I don't know this, so I can't go for this opportunity? Um... Before I graduated college, one of my spiritual mentors from InterVarsity, which is a a college campus ministry, she gave me the letter or the the card and it had a a Bible verse in it about going forth with boldness. And one of the things I struggled with about saying yes was consistency, to be honest. And I've talked to 
other people who find themselves in my position too, where they say, well, I can't do this because I'm not going to be able to keep it up. Or what if I'm not consistent? Or what if um, I don't have the money? Or what if I don't have the time? Or all of these what ifs, and I've ran into the issues. One of my biggest issues is consistency. But I said yes anyways, and I'm going to grow those skills anyways. So for anyone who's listening, any sister queen who's listening, you don't have to have it all together to start. You don't have to be perfect to start. You can be bold where you are. And one of the most inspirational things from Cecilia is this message of she came here to go to NYU and she ends up in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh my gosh, how deep of a contrast can you get? And yet, God is using her. I mean, using every talent, molding her talent, providing for her, using her to provide spiritually for others. And this is just a side, a part of her journey. And it's so easy. Oh my gosh, what a man of faith. Oh my gosh, so many things have happened like since this recording, like the passing of Chadwick and just looking over his legacy and his life of like he said he didn't want to leave any any talent he didn't want to bring any talent back to heaven with him like how how deep is that he wanted to give every ounce of talent that God placed in him to this earth So that's all that I have for today. And I want to thank everyone for listening. Please remember your rates and reviews. And more than rates and reviews, please remember to use all of your talents while you're here on earth. Because that's why God gave them to you. Y'all stay blessed. Stay black and prosperous. Until next time. Thank you.